Good morning. This is Christ in you, the hope of glory coming to you on another day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank God for another opportunity to come before you to be uh, to those listeners on Rejoice uh, 1110.com and Musical Soul Food. We thank you uh, for this opportunity. We pray that all is well with God finds that we pray that all is well with you today. Uh, even in the midst of this crisis, this pandemic, we know that God is in control. Uh, we just need to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And our faith is in him that he's able to deliver us from all that we are encountering. Lesson today is called Injustice Will Be Punished. The lesson is coming from Esther, the seventh chapter, verses one through ten. The golden text says, so they hanged Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Then was the king's wrath pacified. Esther 7.10 King James Version. Isn't it amazing how uh, you can become so lifted up and so proud feel and so filled with pride that you can find yourself in a position of uh, and how the tables turn uh, when you have uh, set up in your heart uh, Eve envy, jealousy, anger, and malice toward a people uh, based upon your prejudice or how you uh, view them as a people. Sometimes we are uh, marginalized, we are underestimated and undervalued because of someone's impression of us. But I thank God that God's chosen people, he said, I will make your enemies your footstool. Uh, those that come up against you, those that uh, slander your name, those that look to do you harm may at some point be your servants. If you just have faith in God and trust him and believe that God sees and knows all that uh, he said, vengeance is mine, said the Lord, and I shall repay Injustice will be punished. Even in our, our culture today, in our situation, in our political landscape, all we need to do is pray for those that are in high authority and trust God that he holds the reins. He sees all and knows all, and he will vindicate his children. Let us look at the lesson. A little background on the lesson in the Jewish community. The book of Esther is uh, read every year during the festival of Purim, which is commemorates the story. Internally, the book of Esther does not mention God's name in any of its 10 chapters. God is not seen or heard or often direct guidance to anyone. When Esther calls for a period of fasting, no direct reference to prayer is made. And that's Esther 4.15. Even though it was canonized in the rest of the scripture during the middle of the first millennium A.D., the first Christian commentary on the book of Esther did not appear until the ninth century. Uh, God is working behind the scenes. He is orchestrating this story. Uh, how uh, Esther came into power uh, was happen chance. Uh, queen Vestai, who was the queen, refused to come and to give the king's audience uh, to, at one of his uh, wine feasts, he refused to come in. And uh, at, at his request, and she ended up being banished. Well, the, the king uh, set out a decree that he would uh, have a beauty contest. And out of this beauty contest, he chose this woman, Esther, who was of Jewish lineage. Yet he did not know that. 
Uh, it says in the background, it says here in the passage, we find Esther making her plea and request to King Xerxes, also called Ahasuerus. The story of Esther begins in 483 BC, which is 103 years after Nebuchadnezzar took the Jewish people into captivity. Excuse me. Mordecai's family went into exile with Jerusalem uh, because of Nebuchadnezzar. Even after King Cyrus allowed them to return, many Jews stayed and lived in Persia because they experienced great freedom. Xerxes was the fifth king of Persia, the kingdom that overthrew and ruled much of the same territory as Babylon during the time as considered a dominant force. Uh, let's look at the lesson. Let's look at the lesson. Uh, the lesson uh, starting at verse one, and it says, so the king and Haman came to a banquet with Esther, the queen. This is a second banquet. These banquets were uh, drinking parties that the queen would set up uh, and they were uh, gatherings, uh, you know, just uh, as we say, a party. And uh, this second particular party, uh, Queen Esther is sent to expose Haman for this plot that he had devised against uh, Mordecai and his people, which included her. Uh, the plot thickens and this story takes a lot of turns, uh, curves and turns. It is a, a wonderful story. It's, it's, a, it's a lifetime documentary type story because of all of the plot and how the plot thickens. As we go back, we find out there was an incident with Mordecai when Haman was coming into the city. Haman, uh, out of his pride and his ego, he requested that all that would uh, bow before him and all bowed before him except for Mordecai. And this infuriated Haman. Uh, a little background history of who Haman was. Haman was an Amalekite. And if you know, uh, back in uh, 1 Samuel, uh, Saul was instructed to destroy the Amalekites. And Haman would have been a part of that lineage and he would have been destroyed if Saul had obeyed God's instruction. But, but you know the story. So we fast forward and uh, the contention between Malachi and Haman, uh, because of Haman knowing who he was in his lineage uh, and, Mal and, and Haman knowing Malachi's lineage, uh, there was friction and tension. So he would not bow to Haman. And from that point on, Haman devised this plot that he would kill Mordecai and all of his people who was the children of Israel, the, the Jews. Now, we understand and we know that Satan has always tried to, to devise plots and schemes to uh, put roadblocks or uh, uh, ditches uh, or potholes in the, in the plan of God for God's people. But God has always uh, delivered his people because out of uh, this lineage would come Jesus. Out of this line would come the, so the Messiah that would come down through the, the annals of time. So God always, even though he's not mentioned in this lesson, he always came or operated in, uh, behind the scenes to, to uh, be a lamp unto his people's feet and a light unto their path to deliver them from the oppression to deliver them from the destruction that Satan had plotted against them. Okay, and 
We fast forward and we see Haman at a party. He's at the second banquet that was thrown by Queen Esther. And uh, in verse two, it says, and the king said again to Esther on the second day of the banquet of wine, what is thy petition? What is thy petition, Queen Esther? And it shall be granted thee. And what is thy request? And it shall be performed even to the half of the kingdom. The the king has found pleasure or uh, has is pleased with Esther because of, first of all, her beauty, uh, pleased with uh, the fact that she's hosting and she's she's put together this banquet. Uh, he's pleased with her because, again, Esther had uh, commanded a fast of all her people, told her people to fast and pray to God that they may find favor, that she may find favor in the eyesight of the king. You just couldn't go into the king and request a certain thing. You just you you uh, first of all, you had to be called to his presence and, and his heart had to be right toward you. Uh, you would be just like Vestai. You could be banished or you could be killed or anything. But God heard her petition through her prayer and fasting, uh, softened the heart of King Xerxes. And he's asking her uh, right now. He's saying, what is your request? That it shall be performed even to the half of the kingdom. Then Esther the queen answered and said, if I have found favor in thy sight, O king, if it please the king, let my life be given me at my petition and my people at my request. Uh, this is an amazing request, knowing that she could have asked of anything, but she's asking for her life. And I imagine this may have surprised the king because he's like, well, who is looking to harm you? Who is looking to, to seeking to harm or take your life? And as the plot thickens and as it unfolds, for it says, for we are sold, I am my I and my people to be destroyed, to be slain. She's saying Haman has devised this plot, uh, has devised this plan to slay her and her people. Uh, she's she's unfolding the, the 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 plot before the king. But if we had been sold for bond men and women, I had held my tongue, although the enemy could not countervail the king's damage. She's saying, listen, if we had been sold into slavery or bondage, bond women, she she could have held her tongue. But she is in a position of authority. She is the queen. Uh, and her people, uh, uh, you know, they are she, she's un unfolding this her lineage to the king. Uh, she's she's saying, listen, because of my position, I, I, I could have held my tongue if I was just a slave. But although the enemy could not countervail the king's damage, five says, then the king Ahasuerus answered and said unto Esther, the queen, who is he and where is he? that doest presume in his heart to do so. Ah, the plot thickens. He's, it's coming to pass. He's, he's, he's asking her, who is this person that has devised such a wicked plan against my queen? And Esther said, the adversary and the enemy is this wicked Haman. Then Haman was afraid before the king and the queen. And the king arising from the banquet of wine in his wrath went into the palace garden and Haman stood up to make requests for his life to Esther the queen.
for he saw that there was evil determined against him by the king. Isn't it amazing how now you have to beg this same queen uh, who you had devised this plan to uh, to to kill her and her people uh, because of your power and your ignorance and your your uh, vanity, your uh, ego, uh, your prejudice toward this people and this injustice is going to be punished uh, has been brought out. Uh, it's, uh, you have to be careful how you treat God's people. You have to be careful how you treat people in general, because you never know, you may be entertaining an angel unaware. Uh, you don't know how you treat people. God said, love, uh, your neighbor, love those that you encounter, you know, because you never know who's who. And you, you come with these prejudices and this, these forethoughts, these things, these uh, assumptions in your heart, uh, can cause you to find yourself in the same position that Haman. Now he's at the feet of Queen Esther, begging her for his life. The king had to leave out uh, of the of of this of the setting to uh, let his wrath cal calm down and let himself calm down because of of this what he has heard. Here was one of his second in charge, one of his uh, second his friend, somebody that was in high position who had devised this wicked plan, uh, and, and God has exposed him. Uh, good God Almighty, I'm telling you, just, just be still and know that God is in control. Uh, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, because he will vindicate you. He will come to your defense. Uh, I know a lot of times it looks like it's darkest before the dawn, and it seems like uh, you're all alone and you got to fight your battles by yourself. But just hold on just a little while longer because the Lord sees and his, his eye never sleeps and he's never at slumber. He's never asleep at the wheel as it relates to his people. So just hold on. Seven says, and the king arised and he uh, from the banquet and left the wine and his wrath to the he went to the palace and Haman stood up to make a request for his life. To the queen, eight says, then the king returned out of the palace garden into the place of the banquet of wine, and Haman was fallen upon the bed whereon Esther was, still groveling, still begging for his life, still trying to uh, appease the queen, uh, begging for his life. And when the king comes back in, he sees Haman laying on the bed, and this, this infuri infuriated the king even more. Uh, he said, will he force the queen also before me in, in the house? As the word went out of the king's mouth, they covered Haman's face. Uh, as he said what he said, here comes his his guards to to put the the, uh, the sheet over his face, to cover his face, because uh, he's finna ex be executed upon the same gallows that he had formed for Malachi. Be careful uh, when you dig digging ditches. Uh, be careful when you're digging a, a grave for someone else, but you because you may need to dig too, because the other one that dig that you're digging for me, that other one might be for you. Uh, you you have to be careful how you treat people when you devise wicked plans to uh, go against a person because of whatever, it, it, whether it's envy, jealousy, strife, malice, whatever it may be. Be careful. Uh, your 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 wicked plans because as as Haman had built this gallow, he built a gallow in front of his house that he may 
watch Mordecai be hung from this gallow. He could he could watch Mordecai be hang be hung from this gallow from his own house window. And I, and I imagine he would have probably left him up there for quite a while so he could marvel at it. But the same gallow that he had formed from Mordecai turned about to turned out to be the gallow that he would be hanged from. Look at God's justice from injustice to justice. Uh, the heart of man is wicked continually. Uh, it devises wickedness and wicked plans against uh, innocent people. Uh, one thing God hates is uh, when when powerful people mistreat the innocent, uh, when they come up against the innocents and they uh, set out uh, plans to hurt the innocent. God hates that. Out of seven things that God hates, that's one of them. Nine says, and Habona, one of the chamberlains, said before the king, behold, also the gallows 50 cubits high, which Haman had made for Mordecai, who spoke good for the king, standeth in the house of Haman. Then the king said, hang him thereon. Uh, justice has been uh, vindicated. Uh, injustice has been punished. Uh, just and, and, and I come by here to tell you today, sometimes when your back is up against the wall and it seems like all hope is lost, just trust in the Lord. Because whether he is able to deliver you from your tormentors on this side of Jordan or whether you are healed and delivered on the other side of Jordan, you have an eternity to spend with him. Uh, this world is not our home. We're just sojourners passing through. This is not our home, but we understand that our God is able. He's able to deliver us on this side as well as deliver us on. So our faith is in him. Our trust is in him. When wicked men devise wicked plans, uh, when they come up against us to marginalize us, to underestimate us and to undervalue us, we know who we are. We are the children of the most high God. We are the children of the king. So we all we have to do is be still and know that God will fight our battles. We thank God again for this lesson. We thank God for uh, his, his presence. We thank God for his word, which he left on record to encourage us and to give us hope uh, when we're living in uh, desperate times. God is soon to come back. He's coming back looking for a church without a spot or a wrinkle. He's coming back looking for his to gather up his people. So just hold on and be just be thankful and be glad that you are a part of his lineage, a part of his family. Make your salvation sure. Uh, pray and seek his face. This is Christ in you, the hope of glory. We thank you for uh, this opportunity uh, to come before you. Uh, we pray that something was said that will illuminate you, to, to uplift you and encourage you. Uh, Christ in you, the hope of glory. You be blessed.